The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Now, 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 that, that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Alrighty. That's how long I've been waiting. I've been waiting all week. Now, it, it can almost be a recording that you hear as I first log on, but uh, it's not a recording. It's me. It's live. It's Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Of course, I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, coming to you from our studios. Actually, the studios are in Tempe, Arizona. For those of you who who don't know, Tempe is connected to, you know, Phoenix. You just cross over to the other side of the street. And, of course, you're in Phoenix or you're in Tempe. But I'm enjoying it. It's hot. Don't even ask what the temperature is. It's hot. And when it's hot in the city, it's hot in sports. Because sports in the city just go hand in hand. Every sports team, obviously, is connected to a city. And then that city just expands and expands and expands because we all want to know what's going on in every city. And and the conversation is always the same. Wherever you go, somebody's talking about whatever somebody else said. And none of us ever have our facts straight. But we still create something to talk about. So I'm going to create a few things to talk about today. And, of course, I'm going to talk about some football. Because I got a chance last week, of course, to come and go to the game here in Arizona and see the... Arizona Cardinals play a, a pretty good football game. Uh, the Arizona f- football Cardinals, of course, uh, last year participants in the Super Bowl uh, did not get a chance to win that Super Bowl game, but uh, but they did pretty good. They looked pretty good. And, uh, you know, I've already made – well, I haven't really m- made my pick yet for the Super Bowl, but uh, they'll be in contention. Uh, they'll be there when it's all said and done. Uh, Arizona Cardinals will be in the house and in the hunt for that uh, Super Bowl ring. So, uh, But let me talk a little bit about something other than football at this moment, and that's only because I, I you know, there are advocacy, I'm sorry, advocacy groups, those who advocate on the behalf of a certain group of people. So... I'm one of those who advocate for athletes because I, I've been that and it's a part of my my past, but it's still a part of my future and my present day status because I have, I guess, the status of being an alum, uh, an alum of Canton McKinley Bulldogs, an alum of the Ohio State University Buckeyes, an alum of the Philadelphia Eagles, an alum of the Cleveland Browns. And and so I'm I'm really it's it's in my DNA and I always tell you so when any any time anything happens to an athlete, I'm always a little sensitive to the issue, and not that I necessarily 
believe that they, an athlete can do no wrong because we have done so much wrong. Uh, but I believe that athletes like people. Uh, I was always taught that everybody deserves a, a second chance. Some people get a third chance, and, and, and some people only get one chance. And some people don't get a chance at all, but I think everybody deserves a chance. And I've often said to you, for those of you who listen again, you listen to Real Sports on the Voice America Network, that sometimes just because you strike it rich, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are a role model. And you have to take over the role of doing what's right for everybody and everybody's children and, and for the world. You know, sometimes there's a level of maturity which we must all go through. And we have to go through some things in order to become mature. There's not enough life experience in a 19 or 20 year old man or year old young lady to be considered mature. And particularly once we reach the, the ripe old age of, of, of 40 and 50, you know, and 60 and 70, you know, we understand that when we were 20 and 16 that we didn't know as much as we thought we did. But it took us some time to reach those ages to look back upon it and understand that, wow, wisdom comes with time. And that's why, shout out to my man Henry Clay, of course, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, a person of great wisdom, great knowledge of this game of sports, of all sports, basketball, football, hockey. You know, Henry's been around, covered those Philadelphia teams for a long time. And Henry's actually responsible for me being here. Had Henry not had the wisdom to say to me, hey, young man, when you go west, if you're looking for uh, an opportunity to do, to do some things when it comes to online media, uh, there's a lady there by the name of Tacey Trump. You make sure you contact her. And Tacey, of course, is and has been my executive producer of Rail of Sports since I arrived here on the Voice America Network. So where's all this going? It's going back to a young man, Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley is a young man who's struggling right now. He's an athlete who struck it rich. And I always tell people, you strike it rich. Wealth comes over time, but you can strike it rich. You can hit the lottery. You can, you can hit the lottery in sports, too, and you get a whole lot of money, and you become an instant millionaire. But wealth is something that is sustainable. You don't spend wealth. You strike it rich, and he struck it rich in basketball. But he was a very, and still is, a young man who has a long ways to go before he matures. And I know there's a lot of young men out there that play sports that just because you, you play sports, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you're mature. And so y even your knowledge of the game, your basketball IQ, your football IQ, all those things, that comes with time and wisdom. Uh, that's why Brett Favre is so valuable to the Minnesota Vikings at this time. I mean, here's a man that stepped on the football field day one. And I guess I can't say, I shouldn't say too much about any preferences because he earned that. I mean, I, I remember when I went to Cleveland day one, I stepped on the field after I left Philadelphia and came into Cleveland. And day one, the first practice, I was the starting strong safety. Somebody had gotten hurt. They needed a strong safety. I came in. Minnesota's looking at their quarterback situation and not comfortable with it day one. Brett Favre steps on the field and he's their starter. Why? Because he's 
put time in the game. He has experience in the game. He has wisdom and knowledge. And they think he can right the ship. He's going to put them in a position, the best position they could possibly be in to win. That's on the football field. But out in life, I mean, Brett has made some mistakes. that He's corrected, you know, based upon what we've heard and what we've seen. Nothing's been reported. But we do remember one time, you know, Brett Favre was and still is a recovering alcoholic. I'm pretty sure he, uh, he certainly had a problems with painkillers and alcohol. And Brett, you know, expressed that. So we got a young man now by the name of Michael Beasley, second round, I mean, second pick of the draft in 2008 for the Miami Heat, who is not yet matured, but he's this wealthy kid who's got all this money and, and a whole lot of pressure to perform on the basketball court. I think he can handle that on the basketball court. If you watch him play, oh, yeah, he can handle that on the basketball court. There's no doubt about that. But there are other areas in his life where he may not be mature enough. And he needs a support staff. Sometimes a supporting staff could be your family. It could be the right friends. It could be a right group of people that you find yourself surrounded by them. But at some point in time, when the assessments are made about talents of players, the assessment must also be made, and I've been told this by Kelvin Fisher, shout out to Fish, that you, you do throw background checks. And if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quack like a duck, it probably is a duck. Now, if Michael had some problems, some people, you know, pass him over. And if Pat Riley didn't think that, wow, I, man, I really don't want to take this guy. But you took him. Now, these are very young people. And at this age, and they haven't reached the state of maturity in their life, I think those organizations have a responsibility to those guys beyond the court and the field. Why? Why do they have an obligation? Because there's a code of conduct and contracts that state that you have to conduct yourself in a certain way beyond the court and the field. So if that's the case, there should be something, some obligation that you have to make sure that, okay, here's what we want you to do. Here's how we want you to conduct yourself. Here's what we will accept. Here's what we will not accept. And you have to work within the confinements of this agreement or there is no agreement. And that's what they say. But then supply the support that's necessary when you know it's needed. And I say that because I, I, what I from what I've heard, that there was some concerns about this young man when he was coming out of school. And so if you knew that, okay, this is, you know, a suspect character and he's got some suspect issues of which we have to deal with, then perhaps maybe we should put some things in place to make sure that he's got the right support system so that mm, some of those real bad things that could happen to us, this person, uh, they don't happen to this person. Uh, but but sometimes, again, if there's a fire starter, don't give him matches. <laughs> so, you know, if this person has some issues, you know, careful what you give him and when you give it to him and how you give it to him. 
And I know some people are saying, well, this, he's, he's, he's a grown man. Well, he's 20 years old now. I do not think he is, as we know, what we call a grown-ass man. I don't think he's a grown-ass man. Not right now. He will grow up to be that, hopefully. But right now, I just want to pray for that young man that he would get himself together, get his life together, and that we don't be quick to judge. Let's look around ourselves and look back upon our lives and remember what we went through and how we got to where we are at this stage in our lives. And just because somebody has money and they have a name on the back of their jersey does not mean that they can always handle all the pressure that goes along with it. We should work with them and support them like we do any and everybody else. Don't be so quick to judge. Remember when you were in college. 604 Steve Hall, shout out to The Ohio State University. Oh, yeah, a lot of good things happened in Steve Hall. But then there's also a lot of bad things that went on in Steve Hall, too. And on North Campus as well and West Campus as well. But it was fun. He's 20 years old now, and he's out in the real world. So he's outside of that comfort zone of a campus. And so let's think about that when all of our young people find themselves in the midst of some trouble. Let's try to do the best we can to support. Let's make this world a better place. You know, I think we can, you know, we, we're so quick to judge people. That's, that's, as Rodney King said, let's do the right thing. Can't we all just get along? You know, I guess Spike Lee said do the right thing. And Rodney King said, can't we just all get along? Well, we're going to all get along because I'm going to start talking football when we come back. I, I, I understand we're probably going to have to go to break because we have to do that. We have to pay bills around here, too. And uh, so we're going to go to a break soon. But when we come back on the other side of that break, I want to talk a little bit about the Jets. Yeah, the New York Jets. And they got a quarterback up there, too, that they picked in the first round. And I don't have the feed, so I imagine this, and maybe it's not time to go to break. So maybe, oh, wow, I do have the feed. It's just a little bit low. I guess I better go to break now because now they're really turning it up really high. You're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and I'll be right back after this break. Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
despise her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and it's a great day to be alive in the valley across the world. And uh, just want to talk a little bit about football. Um, first of all, I want to talk a little bit about I, I want to talk about the, the Jets. I, I, I mentioned a little bit about the Cardinals, but I'll get deeper into the Cardinals. But I want to talk about the Jets because I get a chance to see that game. And uh, there are many times when you hear people talk about uh, sports. And, and you talk about it at another level and you talk about how, you know, you go through the preseason, you go to mini camps and all that. And, and then the guys, they just turn up a notch, you know, and when, you know, you go from mini camps, you know, then you go to training camps and, and it's turned up from the mini camp to the training camp. And then you go from training camp and then you get into the preseason games and then it's turned up a notch there. And then, of course, you get into the season and the notch is turned way up and then you get to the playoffs. And then it's scorching hot. And then when you get to the Super Bowl, it's just on fire. And and so Sanchez, when, when, when he got a chance to get into the preseason, uh, I, I definitely think that Mark, you know, realized that, okay, I've, I've been at a great university, a great institution. I played great ball at, at USC, but there is something different about the National Football League. And it, it is so hard to describe. There, there are really not words for it. And I, I, I remember watching players play on film and then actually seeing them on the field. And it's like, is, did they, somebody turn up to fast forward? Are they moving that fast? They move that fast. And I've often been very critical and I'm going to get to Matt Liner a little bit later because I'm going to talk about, you know, the Cardinals. I've been critical of him 
But sometimes, you know, there are players that play college football and then they get the pros and people don't understand why, how could that person be such a great college football player, but then when they get in the pros, they stink the joint up. Well, I think some of that happened to Sanchez, you know, when he was playing against the Ravens, you know, and not that he's, you know, he stunk up the joint, but I, but I always, I, I got to say this too, you know, sometimes there are people that are, that are on these broadcasts and these telecasts, and they may give it to you straight, but there's other times there's a company line. Like like last week, as an example, I'm going to go back to regress for a second here. You know, that little Adam, whatever his name is, Adam Ant, I'm going to call him, you know, who used to be on the NFL Network, who's now on ESPN, and he had the nerves to be talking about, you know, how to coach for the Raiders. You know, he was just bringing back some of that old Raider stuff and all that, and, you know, it would be good for the team. Hell no, that's not good for the team. You don't beat up your coaches and try to say, oh, that's just Raider tradition. It was investigated by the police. What do you mean? Come on, man. Give it to us straight. Don't give us company lines just because you're getting paid by the company. Talk to us about sports like you talk to your your buddies when you're sitting around, man. Tell the truth. So I'm going to tell the truth about this stuff about when you get on this football field. Mark Sanchez, sometimes when you play ball at a university like USC and you, you got great offensive linemen, you don't get touched. You may go through a game and you may not get your jersey dirty. But Ray Ray, you are lined up against Ray Ray this game. And and I'm sure, there ain't no doubt about it because I know the, I know the man's daddy. I, I'm sure when Coach Ryan was on the other side of you, you know, he was going to come at you. I, I even was watching the Eagles in the preseason game. Now, again, I don't know this to be true. But come on. If you're trying to get yourself ready for the preseason game and the Eagles are playing against... Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is back there, and he's going to throw a pass. Why wouldn't you send the kitchen sink after Tom Brady? Maybe they gave him a pass in that preseason game. Well, that's Tom Brady. We don't want to get Tom hurt again. It's not good for football. Did the Eagles give Tom Brady a pass a couple weeks ago in that preseason game? Why didn't they send a house at him from the very beginning? Okay, Sanchez, <laughs> my man told you, 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 you're going to get hit. Somebody's going to get hit. And Coach Ryan, I'm sure he warned you, you know, this is going to be a little bit different. Now, this is the Baltimore Ravens you played against over there. That man over there, Ray Ray, he got about a couple screws that's missing. And he don't care about you and how high you were drafted. And he's going to come to, and that guy over there, Ed Reed, you know, he, him too. Watch him. You know, and Suggs wasn't even in the game. But th- there was a lot that was going to come at you. And so, therefore... We were going to see what kind of football player that you really were. Now, I, I'm not sure if, 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 if John Gruden and Jaws, you know, I think Jaws for the first time, Jaws stepped up in this time, and Jaws was like, wait a second. I don't know if he, you know, Jaws didn't want to call, call that a great performance because if this man would not have been the first-round draft pick for the Jets, and he was, let's say he was a mm, third, no, fourth-round pick for them or the – Ooh, or maybe their seventh round pick, okay? And they didn't have as much money invested in him as they do. They weren't. They wouldn't be there to compliment the fact that he came back. You know, you may not ever get a chance to. You don't get a chance to make that many mistakes in the National Football League. If you throw an interception and it goes back to the house, you know, wow. You know that may you. May, you may get cut. I mean, I sit, I simply sit and watch wh- whether I'm there or I'm watching on TV, 
and I watch preseason games and I watch people that are not starters and I watch them make mistakes and it's mean and it's cruel. But I, whoever I'm sitting there with watching that game with, I'll say, oh, he just got cut. Oh, he just got cut. Oh, he just got cut. Because that's really what happens. Those scouts are up there watching the game and, oh, did he miss that tackle? Oh, cut. Did he drop that ball? Oh, cut. You don't get a chance. Did he throw an interception and did they take it back to the house? Oh, cut. You don't get a chance to do that. Now, Clemens did the same thing. But but Sanchez, he's a rookie. And that just doesn't happen. Now, he came back and threw a touchdown. He got And he got dinged. All that stuff happened. But he got dinged. He threw an interception. You know, and, and almost threw another interception. So, so that would have been two interceptions, one back to the house. And then he fumbled the ball and he got dinged. <laughs> if you're not a, if you if they don't invest that kind of money in you, and you become a project, and I've never understood why it just seems to me as if there's, some, there's something wrong with the system. Why does a guy who he spent all the money on get a chance to be a project, and the person that you you know pick up at the end of the draft, you know one mistake and he's out of here? <laughs> come on, there's something wrong with that. The person that you spent all the money on, he, they should come into the house ready to play. Be prepared. He shouldn't be making all these mistakes. So, Sanchez, listen. The speed of the game at the NFL level has changed. The speed at what you see at practice in the preseason game is going to be faster. But, I, you know, you know, it's not a USC-Ohio State thing because that is coming up pretty soon. It's on my mind a little bit in the back. But I'm not so sure Clemens might not go ahead and just get this job and keep this job. And bring Sanchez on. I, I I thought I liked Stafford a little bit better. Maybe there was a reason why Stafford was the first pick of the draft. Stafford, between the two of them, I think he looked better. His passes were right on the money. I mean, there, there was somebody else that was dropping his passes that they probably gone. You know, I don't even remember their name. So, because as soon as he dropped the pass, I'm, okay, gone, cut. You know, dro- dropped again, cut, oh, cut again. Can you cut him two or three times? We'll cut him two or three. Bring him back, cut him again. But, you, you know, you can't, you know, drop passes like that. When they hit you in the hand and think you're going to stay on the team. And so, uh, you know, Sanchez, I'll tell you what, your debut was not the best. You know it wasn't the best. But, you know, I think the coach was trying to show you something by, yeah, you think you came from the best team on the planet. Well, maybe at the college level they were at that time. But let me show you what is the best NFL defense on the planet. And I'm going to throw you in there. And let me humble you a little bit, but at the same time, let me just get you ready. So let me show you what it's like to play against the Baltimore Ravens. And you saw what it's like. And that is what it's going to take. You're going to have to be able to go up against a defense like that. And you're going to have to execute the game plan. You're going to have to go through your progressions, your reads. You're going to have to step up and make plays. And you can't. Throw interceptions. You got to take care of the ball. You can't fumble. You know, and you, I, I mean, after Ray Ray hit me a couple times, I might get a little nervous too, but you can't do that. <laughs> you certainly can't uh, throw interceptions. And you got to learn, listen, guys, uh, there's a commercial on TV right now. A little boy is, I forget, it's maybe the NFL's USA football commercial. And a little boy is running through the hole with the ball in his arms. Look at his eyes. That's what you've got to understand. On a football field, your eyes 
football and basketball have a lot in common. Magic Johnson used to throw no-look passes. He saw what he, where he wanted to go with the ball, but he didn't look that way. And would throw it ooh, right on the spot. That's what Sanchez, you got to learn to look him off, man. This is pro football. This is the NFL. And I hear some music. I'm getting a little bit excited here talking about the NFL. You listen to Rail of Sports. I got to take a break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And we'll be right back after this break. Go, 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 go. And on the count of three, everybody run back to your fantasy. Now, she was up back. The type at the club niggas would grab her. Fantasize when I had her in the bathroom, sweating with her ass up. The body of a dancer. We had chemistry because she was a cancer. Not forever, it would last for, for forever, move faster. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. To left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we. We cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Of course, I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And uh, I guess I just kind of got stuck there on, on Mark Sanchez. But um, it was something I wanted to talk about. I couldn't wait to really talk about it. And, you know, part of the reason why is because I, I guess I got an affinity for the Baltimore Ravens. You know, there's some strong connection, deep down connection there. Shout out to my man, 
and frat brother and teammate Ozzy Newsom, who just does a tremendous job of of finding talent uh, and putting together a team of which uh, you, they compete at all times. And um, I, I think they did a good job of competing the other night, uh, even though the Jets, you know, won the game. Uh, I, I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens, and I hope you guys do. And, 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 and Mark Sanchez, again, you know, just want to welcome you to the NFL and, and just understand, and I think you do, uh, that this is not college football. And, and there's a reason why there are people who excel at the college level, but they don't sell, excel at the professional level. And that is because the disparity at the NFL uh, is such that you're going to run up against a great team every week. I mean, even, you know, and, and you probably at some point in time will realize that there was no truth in the fact that the USC Trojans could beat the Detroit Lions. You will find out that that is a joke. And that's all it was, is a joke. So I'm sure you called some of your friends already and told them after last night's game, you know, uh, that you're still alive. <laughs> and thank God that you are. But I think you're going to be okay. I think, you know, but I'm just not sure you're going to get the job right off the bat. They may throw you in there. But um, learn how to, uh, you know, learn how to look one direction, you know, and look off. You know, you can't stare your receivers down in the National Football League. You, you got to be able to glance at them, and you got to have great peripheral vision, and, and you got you just got to know your plays. You got to know your plays. You got to know how to read a safety. You got to know how to read a linebacker. You got to know the flow of linebackers, you know. Understand that when you see that defense, what defense they're in, and, and who's going to be where. And understand how strong your arm is, and know when to try to rifle it in and when not to try to rifle it in. Uh, speaking of trying to rifle it in, sometimes you shoot blanks. I'm not sure the Seattle Seahawks, I'm not sure they didn't shoot a blank. I mean, first of all, they, they have a, a, a terrible, terrible, terrible running game. I mean, the, the Seahawks used to have a great running game. We know the Seahawks could always run the ball. And they got playoff junior over there. Playoffs? Yeah, you know what I mean. They got Jim Moore Jr. over there. I don't think he goes by junior, but he's playoff junior. His dad is playoff senior. Playoffs? Yeah. And and, and the running, if, they, if they're going to win, they got to get a running game. Now, the reason why I say this, they shot a blank. Come on, why don't you just wait a little bit? Because if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure you've got some people at the games and scouting, and I think the Arizona Cardinals got too many running backs on their team. And and, and, and they've got a couple people on their team that they're going to have to let one or two of those backs go. And I think you could have waited and picked up one or two of those running backs from the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I went to see the Arizona Cardinals play, and I'm, again, I'm going to say a little bit more about them later, but the Seahawks need a running back. And, you know, they got some people on the roster, and I'm, I'm just talking about last year. I don't care who it was on the roster last year. You, 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 you were terrible. You were 27th. That's terrible. You can't win like that. You need a running back. And you guys, I just think that you could have waited to get a running back from somebody's roster. And and I'm thinking, if somebody's looking for a running back, I, I'm, I, Arizona Cardinals got some running backs. I, I went to a game, and, and I've, I'm impressed. They got a couple guys on that team 
that are going to get a chance to play football somewhere. And the reason why I say that is because there's a man who hasn't stepped on the field with them yet in Beanie Wells. Uh, Beanie hasn't stepped on the field yet in a preseason game. And uh, they got some good running backs. And so you may get a chance to uh, look at that. But, but Edge, I'm not, and, and this is a conference of which the Arizona Cardinals, you know, play in. And I'm here in Phoenix living like it matters. So I'm talking a little bit about the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and, and only because, you know, when, when you look at what they're going to have to do in order to win that division, they're going to have to beat the Arizona Cardinals. And I am just not sure that if they're looking for a running back, that, you know, you went out and you got Edge, but, you know, Edge did a good job for the Cardinals at the end of the year because he was, you know, he was able to reserve some of his energy because early in the year, you know, they decided to go with somebody else, and then the latter part of the year he was there. And, and, and playing against the Arizona Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, wow, they have a defense. And I, the Pittsburgh Steelers got outstanding defense too, outstanding. But but and and the Baltimore Ravens got outstanding defense too. But when you, those are deep, these are big, strong, fast defensive players. And that's what I was telling Sanchez earlier in the broadcast as I was talking about defensive football. Wow, man, these these cats are fast. They run fast. They hit hard. They tackle. I think they're not hitting as hard as much anymore. I think football players are starting to tackle. There's there's tackling, there's hitting, and and there's collisions. You know, just like, you know, pain. You know, there's, there's pain. You know, you hurt, and, and then you're injured. You know, pain. You you bring pain to the game. You you were in pain when you got out of bed, and then and then you got hurt. You know, during the game. But if if somebody didn't come and take you off the field, carry you, then you weren't injured. So that's when you're injured. When you when you can't make it off the field, then then that's when you're injured and 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 these football players today are running so fast hitting so hard that they could injure you real bad so now they're not colliding with you anymore then you know what they're doing they're not you know it, it, it they're, it's contact they're just you know wrapping you up they're just they're just tackling you because they can hurt you real 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 bad and so when you talk about this conference of which the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks is playing in, and they're playing against the Arizona Cardinals, who have a very fast, strong defense. Edron James, he's got a patient running game nowadays, and he's going to cut back, but that hole is not going to be there against the Arizona Cardinals. So the Seattle Seahawks, who I was hoping could perhaps – because I, I like the way – you know, Moore was able to put together the Falcons. They they had a good team down there when Mike was down there, Michael Vick was down there, and, and I thought perhaps maybe he might come over there to the you know the NFC, uh, you know West, and be able to put that team together. But he's got to get a different running back. He, he I don't know where he's going to get it from. I I want to say it again. The Arizona Cardinals got some running backs, but it, it's not going to happen. So you know, I keep talking about the Arizona Cardinals. Let me let me talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Because it seems like I want to talk about the Arizona Cardinals because I keep mentioning them. They look good. I mean, early in the game, the Arizona Cardinals, in their preseason game, they looked very, very, very good. 
I mean, the defense, you know, flying all over the ball. Now, Kirk didn't look so good. I, I don't know what it was, why, why Kirk didn't look so good, but Kirk didn't look so good in his preseason game here in, in Phoenix. And, 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 and I, I, Kirk, can have a, Kirk can afford to have a bad day at the office. You know, you know, San Diego doesn't have the greatest defense in the world. But I, I, in this case, I think that Kurt was having a bad day and not that San Diego has such a great defense. I just think that Kurt was just, you know, had, a, you know, an off day. And he can do that. He's Kurt Warner because he's, he's going to come out of a funk. He's not going to stay in a funk. Kurt has thrown interceptions before. He's done all that kind of stuff before. You know, he threw an interception. Kind of reminded me. I thought I was at the Super Bowl when that happened. He threw an interception in the game the other night, but 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 that's okay. But I, I just want to I want to praise this Arizona Cardinals defense. I, I am telling you that I I think that the problem last year with the Arizona Cardinals, the reason why they didn't win the Super Bowl, I'm going to say it was the defense. I, I'm truly going to say it was the defense because the defense gave up the touchdown. It's like, hey, if you had the ball, if you don't have the ball, if the defense steps on the field, and the defense has to stop the offense in order to win the game then it's the defense's job to stop the offense if the offense has the ball and they're on the field it's their job to win the game and, they, and they're down a touchdown their job is to, or down a couple points more than a field goal it's their job to score to win the game if they don't then they didn't do their job and if the defense who needed to prevent them from getting a touchdown and an extra point if they don't do their job then then they you know didn't do their job if they don't stop them, they didn't do their job. And I think in this particular case, I don't think the Arizona Cardinals last year in the Super Bowl, I think the defense kind of let them down. And so I, I think it's the mission of this defense this year because they would have had rings. They, already, they had rings already. It's just, well, we're going to put a whole lot of diamonds in them or we're just going to put, you know, some, you know, Oh, something else, some rubies in there. Well, some people like rubies, but something other than diamonds, a whole lot of diamonds. And they end up getting something other than a whole lot of diamonds because the defense didn't stop them. But the other night, the Arizona Cardinals defense, I'm excited about it. They got some damn good football players on there. And it's a defense that needs to be reckoned with. There's there's no doubt about it. You know, Wizard Hunt has, I think he stepped to his defense. He's, he's put the challenge to them. The guys, listen. You know, I've got enough offensive weapons that if you guys just help me on the defensive side of the ball, that we can win this. We, we can win this thing. He, he knows what it takes to win. He's 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 been there. He's won it. He's been there. He's lost it. Now he's back. So he knows where he's at in the process. And I'm going to get a chance to be at practice and I'm going to. I'm going to ask him some of those questions. Where, where are you in the process knowing what it takes to get there and win? Where are you in this process right now? And I'm going to keep talking about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix Living Like It Matters. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come back. Hope you come back too. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds 
Bart. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. He's still out. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Okay, I'm back. This is the Rail of Sports on Voice America Network. I'm Phoenix living like it matters. And I'm just raving a little bit about the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, which is a good football team. I mean, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, I'll tell you how good Arizona Cardinals football team is. They had to sell out in preseason. In the worst economy that we've seen in my lifetime, the Arizona Cardinals sold out a preseason football game against the San Diego Chargers. Man, that, that, says, that says a lot. That really does say a lot about this team and what the expectations of the team are. You know, because people didn't save those dollars and say, well, I'll just wait to a regular season game. They're like, no, I, I got to see the Cardinals whenever I can, so I'm going to go see a preseason game against the San Diego Chargers. And, uh, you know, they, 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 they did a good job. You know, I'd say the first quarter, they, you know, with the exception of Kurt, you know, again, Kurt just didn't have a good day that day. And I, I'm a Kurt Warner fan. And all of you know that I'm not a left-handed quarterback fan. So even Michael Vick, I like Michael Vick. Michael Vick is a great athlete, and Michael Vick could help a team. 
But I damn, I can't believe he's left-handed because I, I don't like the way left-handed quarterbacks throw the ball. They, I mean, and look at the production of the left-handed quarterbacks. You know, how many of them ever won a Super Bowl? Maybe two in the history of the Super Bowl? Maybe three. You know, well, in the history of the Super Bowl, maybe only two. Uh, you know, so that, I just got to think about left-handed quarterback. But I want to talk a little bit more about the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals got a lot of talent. I mean, they got a lot of talent. They got talent on the off. I, I said, listen, the defense looked very good. You know, the offensive side of the ball, the running backs. And by the way, you know, I didn't want to, you know, be too much of a homer. But, you know, Benny Wells is coming back. You know, Benny's a little banged up. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm, they got running backs. They looked good the other day, and Benny wasn't in the game. And so they got some other running backs out there that look good, too. And, you know, the, the kid from Pitt looks good. You know, uh, uh, the kid from Oregon, uh, Chris Benson, looked very good. Shout out to Chris. He ain't just a kid. I just want to set that up, man. Chris Vincent looked very good in that drive with Matt Liner. You know, I know Matt was playing against some backups, but Matt, I I, I got to give you credit. Listen, if I'm gonna be honest, I got to give credit where credit is due. You threw a couple balls in there against the second and third teamers, but that's okay. It's not your fault. Whoever's in there, you got to play against them. But you delivered a couple passes in there, and and they were on the money. As a matter of fact, I I think you completed about three, four five in a row there and then when you needed some assistance then, then, then Chris ran the ball for you you threw one of him in the flat you know he took it up field made some yards so you guys look good and 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 also uh, you know Lance Long Lance looked very good for the car the Cardinals have talent on this football team that's all I, I want everybody to understand the Arizona Cardinals should not surprise anybody if, if you're a betting person out there, if, if you are a fantasy football guy out there, you know, shout out to Butts and Butts. Butts and Butts going to be in Las Vegas mm, at the, the Super Draft for fantasy football. Butts and Butts Suicide Fantasy Football in the house in Vegas doing it big. Shout out to Eric and Jim Butts. Which one is it? Uh, okay, I'll tell you. I, I think it's Eric got the big one and uh, Jim's got the little one. Ha, ha, ha. Joke's on you. It's just the opposite. <laughs> but they do a good job right here on Voice America Sports. But let me get back. Some fantasy picks here. Arizona, Larry Fitzgerald. Well, you know, Larry's just taking his time. Larry ain't trying to hurt nothing, hurt nobody. Don't you get Larry hurt. <laughs> you know, uh, because, you know, he is the premier wide receiver right now. In the league, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, if you want to take fantasy and all that stuff, yeah, just go for the big dog. Larry Fitzgerald, just take him because Larry going to do his thing. And But but the, the Arizona Cardinals, they got receivers. Steve Breston, a little banged up with the, with the throw on the sideline. You know, he, you know, he's a little banged up, but he's he from Michigan. What else can I say? He's going he gonna to come to fight. He's going to do his thing. Anquan. Shout out to Anquan. You know, come on, man. You know, the man's going to do his thing. It ain't about the money. He's just going to do his job. He got to go play on the field. Oh, what, they playing football? They playing rough? Oh, I want to play. He's going to get it done. He's going to get it done. They got it. The Arizona Cardinals again. Shout out to the Arizona Cardinals. They doing their thing. They are the team. When I when I look at it and, what you know, when I match them up, I already told you about the, the stupid conference they in, people making stupid mistakes like the Seattle Seahawks, you know, just. But they also lost, a, you know, a player, you know, uh, a young man, Brown, I, I, the linebacker, I think he is, D-line, you know, from out on the East Coast someplace, Connecticut, I think he he uh, 
did something to his wrist. And he's, he's, I think he's going to be out for the entire season. Being a rookie and being out the entire season is not a good thing. You know, not for you, you know, to adjust mentally to the pro game. And, you know, that's going to that's gonna be a difficult thing for him. And, and they, had, you know, were going to use him in a couple different ways. And uh, now he's no longer going to be with the team. I think he's out for the, for the entire season. And, and that happens sometimes. And that's why you want to have a, a team of talented players. Because when people go down, somebody's got to step up. Now, this just so happens to, to be a blessing for somebody. And, you know, not that it's a curse on this young man, but, you know, he'll get his life together. He'll, he'll continue to come back. And, you know, he'll, you know it's his risk. So I, I'm, you know, I think he's got to have surgery, and it's, you know, so surgery must be something. I mean, it must be serious, because you know you can put a cast on that and wrap it up and go back out there. But I, you know, must be some ligament damage or something in there. So it's going to be tough for him. But uh, I mentioned earlier. Let me go back to Beanie Wells. Beanie is going to make his debut for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I think uh, we should expect to see Beanie, who is somewhat healthy now, step on the field. And, uh, you know, take quite a few snaps. And uh, with the ones, of course, you know, I, I'm sure they plan on him being number one in the backfield. Hightower, you know, Tim is, uh, I, I, th- I think there you, you'll see that there is going to be uh, a change of pace with those two. You, you'll know, even if you don't know who it is, you'll know when Tim's got the ball as opposed to when Beanie has the ball. You know, Tim is going to be a whole lot, you know, not a whole lot quicker, but quicker, shiftier. But Beanie could, Beanie's got some surprising quickness for a big man. And uh, he reminds me of Jim Brown. I, I've always said this. I don't know why the comparison is. In, well, because Jim Brown, and in some people's opinion, is the greatest running back ever to play the game. But I, I played against some ones that I'm thinking, wow, they're, they're the greatest to ever play the game. Shout out Marcus Allen, my favorite all-time back. I take him, just close my eyes, give me Marcus Allen, I'll play against anybody. Marcus Allen. Uh, man, Eric Dickerson, you know, another Hall of Famer, you know, wow. Would I take Eric? Yeah, I wouldn't take him over Marcus, but I'll take Eric Dickerson. You know, just, uh, you know, Tony Dorsett, you know, wow. Well, I just, you know, cowboy, I can't give him a whole lot of love, but Tony Dorsett, you know, some, some great running backs, you know, but Jim Brown's supposed to be the greatest of all time. I didn't play against Jim, um, but I played against those three right there and some other Hall of Fame backs too, you know. John Riggins, you know, uh, somebody who's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Should be O.J. Anderson, big, strong back for the Giants. Got to shout out to O.J. You know, played against him at the St. Louis Cardinals and at the Giants, you know. Just, just great running backs back in the day. But, Beanie, you know, you got that Jim Brown statue. Make, make it Come make it happen because the Arizona Cardinals need that running game in order for them to take it to the, to the next level. So some people are looking forward to seeing you. And uh, preseason against the Green Bay Packers, um, and they, you know, the Packers got their challenges too. You know, Packers got one of the, I, I think one of the best cover corners ever played the game, Al Harris. I am a fan of Al Harris. I, I just I've always been a fan. I like the way he played the game when he was with with the Eagles, and and just man, I like Al Harris. But I hear some music, so that means I got to go. So one of these clocks in here is not working correctly. Read, I just don't know what I'm doing. But I know I got to do this. I got to end my show. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. It's just preseason, so we just playing around a little bit in the studios, but we having fun. I think Dez Clark going to be on a little bit later. Hey, shout out to Dez and that touchdown. Dez, I saw you, boy. 
go ahead and keep doing that tweet thing. Hey, by the way, we're going to be offering a blog and a newsletter from Voice America Sports, Voice America Network, World Talk Radio. We got it all coming up pretty soon. Make sure you check us out. I got to go. You know what I got to say? I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.